Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 32 of the Hub World Podcast. Uh, it is a very special episode 32 because today we are going to be giving our predictions for tomorrow's Nintendo Direct. The Holy second cow. Nintendo Direct that we will be covering on the Hub World that isn't E3 related. These are These are the episodes that make us hyped. These are the episodes that made us want to do our podcast. And we're really glad that we're able to give our predictions. But before we do that... Uh, my name is Mateo. I will be hosting today, and today I'm joined by... It's Gino. And it's just Gino. Uh, Giuliano yeah. <laughs> was unable to make it to today's recording, but he did submit uh, a... He sent me a clip, and I will actually play the clip towards the end of the episode. But um, yeah, we're, we're really excited, and it's surprising, actually, because normally Nintendo makes us wait a day after they announced... The, the Direct, but no, the Direct's actually tomorrow. It's the next day. Yeah, and before we kind of, like, kick things off and start our predictions and, like, all the, the hype building and stuff, just uh, if you're new to the channel, welcome aboard to the Hub World. We try to post as often as we can weekly. If you're listening to us on Apple uh, Podcasts or Google Podcasts or in Spotify, you guys are also welcome as well. Uh, we're glad to have you here. If you didn't know that we're on the other platforms, hey, go check us out. You can listen to us wherever you like. And if you're on the YouTubes, uh, like, subscribe, and tell your friends, because as Mateo said before, like, Nintendo Directs and speculation and hype and predictions and things, this is this is what we wait for, and this is why we started. So uh, your support, if you like and comment on the video and things like that, it means a lot to us. So let us know what we got right, what we got wrong, and if we are uh, seeing into the future. <laughs> Hopefully we are seeing into the future. Oh, gosh, I wish. <laughs> but, um, so for this episode, for the predictions episode, we are actually going to split it into three uh, three topics. So the first topic is going to be about games that are already announced and whether we think they will appear or not or what we hope to see from them. The second segment will be about DLC for games that have already released. And the third and uh, topic will be predictions for new games that we hope to see. Uh, and then uh, we're actually going to end the episode with our prediction for the final Smash Bros. character. So after we talk about our new predictions, I will insert Giuliano's clip. He'll end his prediction with the Smash Bros. Uh, topic. Then we will talk about Smash Bros. and conclude for the episode. So uh, with that, let us mosey on down our giant list that we have, that at least that I have constructed, of my uh, Nintendo Direct talking points. The list that Matteo constructed, and I am borrowing the rough draft of. <laughs> yes. So I think a good place to start is with the game that is coming out soonest, and that will be Metroid Dread. Gino, I don't know about yes. you, but I don't want to see Metroid Dread at all because we've seen I... way too much of that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember actually just like going through my subscriber feed and I, I saw Arlo's video about like like his spoiler video and it's just like Nintendo put a four minute trailer out that basically shows us the villain, bas basically shows us a bunch of story details and he's like, ah, spoilers, no! Yeah, I, yep. I don't want to see any more of this game. I've already hit hype. We can wait a week. We can wait a week. Yeah. We can wait a week. We can wait a week and a half. Don't show us any more. They'll probably tell us that it's still coming. Hopefully they just rehash stuff that they've already shown us that doesn't further spoil the game. I don't even want that, though. I just would, like, if it is going to appear, 
have it in a sizzle reel of like upcoming games that is at the end of the direct that like most people skip. Like it's something that I just don't want to see. I think it's a waste of time. The direct's forty minutes. It's on the longer end of directs, but still, I feel like even if they devote thirty seconds or a minute to dread, that's way too much. That game is coming out. We've seen so much of it already. I think even just by talking about it this much, we're wasting our listeners' time, to be honest with you. But yep, okay, uh, no more. Now on to the exciting games. Not that dread's excite not exciting, but like the games that we don't know a lot of. Mario Party will be coming out at the end of October, and what I think will be shown for that game is we know three boards that will be three of the five boards in that game. I believe it's Peach's Birthday Cake, Spaceland, and Wispy Woods. Hopefully they show us another board at least. We know about 70% of the mini games, so hopefully we get some new mini games and modes, other modes. Anything like that would be expected from on my end like I, I i'm so excited for this game nintendo seems to finally understand what people want in mario party yep and that alone is like incredibly uplifting because maybe like we'll actually get a good mario like a well super mario party was really good in my opinion but like hopefully this will fun. start a a continuation of like the, the continuation of really good mario party games in a row like so we don't have another dark age yeah, we got to go into a renaissance of Mario Party. More friendships need to be destroyed. And going back to the N64 era, where all friendships were destroyed, this is a good start. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I read somewhere that all the modes in the game will be multiplayer. Like, on, we'll have online multiplayer. So, yeah. if that's the case, that will be really awesome, because you don't even need to gather around like you can everyone can play on a big screen of their own and whatever you can and that i think would be a really interesting way to play mario party where you're not even like in yeah. the same room as people it'd be weird yeah i'm i don't know how i feel like the online multiplayer and everything is fun right now during the pandemic but i feel like as soon as like like everyone gets back to like once once we're in a, a safe when once we're in a safe enough place where we don't need to wear masks anymore where we don't need to be separated because of this being able to see your friend's face while you steal their star is priceless and that is something that means so much to me and standing in yeah. front of the tv blocking the the mini game roulette because it's Awful. inherently not fair <laughs> you know what i'm talking about but yeah, yeah that was um, garbage there, but... there, you have to play mario party in person it's one of those just like quintessential mario party experiences just to have everyone there in the room it's it's great mm-hmm. but yeah it'd be nice to see more but they don't really need to go into it too much because it would be nice to experience like okay what mini games are going to be here or what boards are going to be here just like the surprise of that i think is also very important so mm-hmm. well next up i have written down is uh I'm now I'm now gonna go in different order now. Like we're not gonna go in release order. Uh, I have Splatoon three written down because I actually think Splatoon three will be here. I think Splatoon three is probably gonna be a you know summer type game like the other two Splatoon uh, games that came before it were. But I don't know how big of a blowout they're gonna do for the game. Like if it is there, I think it would have a new story trailer that might show off like who the new pop stars are, like the Squid Sisters or off the hook and then just what new interesting weapon types or game modes are they going to introduce because splatoon 2 really in my opinion at least like 
because they're they're very similar experiences, Splatoon one, Splatoon two. But Splatoon two added like the Splat Dooleys as an interesting new uh, weapon type, and like you know there was Salmon Run as a new mode, stuff salmon like one that. Salmon Run was really fun. Yeah, I know. The, honestly, I think my my best memories of Splatoon two, aside from the Octo expansion DLC, was like the times that like us two, Giuliano and Joe and Joe did Salmon Run. It it felt in a way like uh you know it's like firefight in halo or escalation this is a deep cut escalation in the transformers war for cybertron game oh. on uh, xbox 360 that is criminally underrated uh, yeah honestly that, i like i those, really like, want to revisit that yeah i really like those pve modes and i think the the execution wasn't necessarily the greatest in salmon run but I feel like if they were to give that another chance or introduce a new mode like that, I think they could do something really special. I think if we get a story mode, Mateo, and, and I think we were like we were even talking about this back during um, when uh, when the set when Splatoon two first came out, we were like, how cool would it be for a potential Splatoon three to actually have the Salmonids as a as like a villain, like a villain faction, right? And, like, mm-hmm. now that we're seeing, like, okay, chaos has enveloped the world and these, like, salmon creatures are, like, weird and fascinating at the same time, they seem kind of chaotic. Especially with some of the forms and stuff they took, like, the train guy and, like, the floating thing. <laughs> the, the train, train. guy. Yeah. And stuff just, like, they're just purely chaotic. And the matches, like, the maps themselves for the Salmon Run mode were also, like, destroyed kind of places and stuff. So, like, maybe there's, maybe there's something there, right? I think you're onto something there. I really think that the the Salmonids will be involved heavily in the Splatoon three story, but hopefully they actually show it because that's the only yeah. thing. Like it, they said the direct is focusing on games coming this winter. Splatoon three is is coming out next year, but it's probably going to be a summer release. When, I, like I said earlier, but Nintendo could surprise us, Mateo. Winter technically does go into next year. Yeah, but I don't think there's no way it's it's going to be early. Honestly, Nintendo's first three four months of next year potentially could be really good so i don't think they should put splatoon there i, I just don't think it's the right fit for the time of year but yeah. um going from a game that we don't know exactly what's coming out to games that we do know that are coming out the pokemon games we have pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl and also pokemon legends arceus personally i don't think these games will appear at all we just had the pokemon presents in august i want to say it feels longer than it, uh, longer than it was, but it, it, it was surprisingly recent. Um, yeah. And the Pokemon company does their own thing. Like the only times I can remember Pokemon actually being in Nintendo Directs would be like E3 time around E3 time. Pokemon company they they march to the beat of their own drum. They do whatever the heck they want. They'll just be one day there'll be a a press release with a new trailer saying, "Oh, here's a new Hisuian form for Pokemon Legends," or this feature will be in brilliant diamond and shining pearl so like i i'm not getting my hopes up i of the belief that we probably won't get any pokemon updates at all in in this direct like and as you said before like pokemon does their own thing they are their own thing nintendo just signs the checks yep similar to that uh, i have now mario plus rabbids spark of hope i think it's called the the sequel to mario plus rabbids kingdom battle we saw this game at E3. We haven't seen it since. It's coming out next year. Mario Plus Rabbids, to me, is a to- it's a toss-up because Ubisoft does their own, like, I think they're called Ubisoft Connects. And they, they do them every once in a while. 
And this being a game that's developed by Ubisoft, it would probably be there, but because it's a Mario game, it could be in a direct. Now, Gino, do you think Mario plus Rabbids will be here? I think it will be because like Mario and Rabbids is for, I like, I know it's developed by Ubisoft, but Mario and the Mario cast and the Mario world are front and center. And they're largely the stars and the, the Mario fied Rabbids rap. And like, they are like rabid peach and stuff. Yes. Is the most popular character in that franchise. And is probably the funniest one, but like, Mario and Friends are front and center. I think Nintendo is would take the lead on that, right? Just the way it is. And then Ubisoft would just... They wouldn't try to upstage Nintendo on their own IP. Because like the thing that I'm thinking about right now is that the game got shown off at E3. They didn't really show much there. It was mostly... if Maybe all of it was just cinematic when I think about it. I don't know if they actually showed gameplay or not. They they did. They they got rid of like this kind of like the chessboard kind of layout of the map, and it, they went more for like free flow. Where like you know how in the original game you could move like certain blocks, like, yeah. You, you would be able to move via like squares and stuff. It's now just like a radius around your character, and they showed off that kind of stuff. But regardless, though, they didn't show much in the grand scheme of things. Oh yeah, they did. But there was that. Would they have a lot to show after a few months of development? I don't think so. So that's why, like, to me, this seems like the type of game that they would highlight for in, like, a direct at the beginning of the year, in, like, a January to March. Because it'll probably also end up releasing next year around the same time as the first game, I would think. Like, that's another summer-type game. Yeah. That would get really pushed, especially around E3 time. So... Mario and Rabbids is very interesting. It's it's hard for me to, to pin down, but if it's there, I I love the first game. I want to hear Grant Kirkhope's score. Honestly, I think like even the more like the more we're talking about all of these things that seem a little bit farther away, like, oh, will this title be here and stuff? Honestly, Mateo, I think this direct is just gonna be focusing on their their holiday lineup and like the end of the quarter kind of stuff. Like they're not gonna mm-hmm. go into too much really about anything else. Like, once I start to sit down and think about it, they're not going to talk about anything really past, like, January. Like, October, November, December is what they're focusing on. They want to finish off the quarter strong because they've had a great year. We do actually have one more game here that does have a, a release date for December. Uh, I believe it's December 3rd. Advanced, po- Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. The Advanced Wars 1 and 2 remake that's may being developed by WayForward. Yes. I'm really looking forward to these games. I've never played the Advance Wars series, and it's always been recommended to me. There's a lot of people in the Nintendo community that are huge Advance Wars fans, and the fact that the series is being given another chance, honestly, it's very, it's very heartwarming that this once really beloved series that has since been basically overtaken by Fire Emblem, especially since Fire Emblem Awakening. You know, Intelligent Systems had both of these series. They were alternating between Advance Wars and Fire Emblem for years. And then since the Advance Wars games on DS, there hasn't been any more. And I think that's com- and th- and that has to do with the fact that Fire Emblem just became so popular. So, and then, you know, now they have two They'll they'll have to balance two big tactical RPG franchises. Fire Emblem is way bigger; needs more attention now. So, but now Advance Wars is being given a second chance by a really beloved studio being way forward. I honestly don't know what to ask for for these games because just by me playing them is is going to be a, a fantastic experience. So probably just quality of life improvements over the 
original games. That's all I can expect. I'm not one to, to talk about Advance Wars. Hopefully one day I can. But I just want to see more of it. Because it kind of was a smaller announcement at the end of the E3 Direct. It didn't really get as much time as the bigger announcements did. But it definitely did not go unnoticed. So if you don't have anything to add for Advance Wars, Gino, you know, I think we should continue on with something that is would be considered to be one of the worst kept secrets by Nintendo. Nintendo Switch Online. Now... Nintendo Switch Online has had a lot of rumors swirling around it. The first rumor that came out had to has to do with Game Boy and Game Boy Color games being added to the service. Yeah, this is pretty hype. I think it was a week later, maybe. It's the another rumor came out, and this one also got picked up by a lot of insiders who were corroborating it. Is that Nintendo 64 games are coming? My theory is that. Game Boy and Game Boy Color games should just be added for free to everyone because there's not really much to those games, especially like in terms of replayability because like the Game Boy games are really short. They're very comparable to NES games. And, you know, it's not as exciting. I don't think the Pokemon games will be on here. So, like, that's another thing. So, like, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land 2, Tetris, I think, would be there. Games like the Donkey Kong Lands... Mar- Donkey Kong 94 those are not massive the Oracle games. games the Oracle games would be there that's the thing it's Zelda's 35th anniversary uh, maybe they do put the Oracle games on there because rumors say it's Game Boy and Game Boy Color and the Oracle games were Game Boy Color and the original yeah. version of Link's Awakening can be <laughs> could be put on for a Nintendo platform for the millionth time but yeah the other part of what I wanted to say was Nintendo 64 games, I feel like for Nintendo 64, it's like the first era of Nintendo that the games kind of feel they're more grand, they're more ambitious because they entered into the 3D. Ocarina of Time is a more ambitious, epic experience than just say a 2D platformer would be on Super Nintendo. So I feel like Nintendo could charge a, a bit of a premium there, maybe yeah. a uh, an, well, an extra tier. Or something like that, like a five, ten dollar upgrade on your Switch Online membership. And remember, we say five, ten dollars. That's actually not much because, like, Switch Online is dirt cheap, especially if you have eight people on a family plan like we do. We pay next to nothing a year on it. So, what do you think, Gino? Yeah, honestly, I think I think it would be I, I think it would be fair because the games are bigger, they're more complicated, and. They're more focused on like multiplayer. Like, imagine if you do this, it would be a great way. Like, Nintendo 64 was the first console that had the four ports on it where you could get four controllers, plug it in, and play games like Mario Party, like Mario Kart, like um, Diddy Kong Racing, and things like that with your friends all in the same place. And if they mm-hmm. want people to adopt the Nintendo Switch online more than they already have or entice people, hey, we're going to include online multiplayer with it. I think. Well, they do already have online multiplayer with. The, the other games in Nintendo Switch Online. I played yeah, Dr. Mario Online. I've played Kirby Superstar Online. Like, we've played a lot. Uh, I've played Kirby's Dream Course, the golfing game. I got destroyed in that. Super Mario Kart, you could play it online. Like, there's on N64, look at the multiplayer games you can play. Like you said already, Mario, you have the Mario Party games. You have Mario Kart. Mario Tennis is, is could be great. Mario Golf, Super oh, Smash Tennis, Brothers, sixty four is I th- still yeah. think the best in the series. Super Smash Brothers, but like I don't think they're gonna launch with this massive library. If they do add it, I think it'd probably be around ten games at launch, and then slowly they'll trickle out a few a month or however they see fit. 
The N64 library, I think, is really... Uh, people don't give it enough credit, I think. There's a lot of phenomenal games on there. Some of my favorite games of all time are on there. But the thing is, if Nintendo were to celebrate the library of the Nintendo 64, the only way they can do it properly is if they include games made by Rare. Because, like, all they can legally distribute, I think, is Donkey Kong 64. But, like, the N64 would be nothing without, obviously, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Diddy Kong Racing, Conker's Bad Fur Day. GoldenEye is a disaster of a right. It's, a, it's like a, the rights issues there are just super convoluted. And I don't think GoldenEye would happen. But yeah, there's other games. There's like Jet Force, Gemini, Blast Corps, Kill Dark. The, the fact that so many of the, the most iconic and notable games on that system are rare made games, I feel like Nintendo would honestly, it would be sort of a half-baked job if they didn't somehow get Microsoft involved and negotiate these games being ported on Switch Online. And the other thing that's very interesting about that is this FCC filing for a controller. And this is actually set to be released... It was set to be revealed on Friday before we even had a announcement of a Direct. Uh, so it'll actually be announced the day before that now. And apparently the controller is not a typical controller it's very similar a lot it's like it, w it will not be like the way the the um, nes and snes controllers are filed on the under the S fcc uh so there won't be a joy con type attachment it's not going to be an amiibo base it's it's more similar to a pro controller and i feel like if it's a nintendo 64 controller that's the only that's the right way to do it right you wouldn't want to have two n64 trident controllers sticking out on the sides of the switch like a joy con as that'd be hilarious <laughs> as funny as that would look and, and and i would be down to do that it's just not practical but a usb type c charged wireless n64 controller probably hopefully with a improved joystick that won't degrade after a few years of use after. <laughs> yeah uh i i feel like th that would be an instant buy for me other possibilities for this controller could be maybe something that Nintendo knows we need, but we don't. I would I would love to have a pair of Joy-Cons that like aren't crazy expensive for what you get. <laughs> like, I think they need to reduce the price on those because they are yeah, like as I much won't as have I... Joy-Con drift. Eh, <laughs> that's never going to happen. Like well, Nintendo doesn't even like they don't even acknowledge the problem. So I don't think I, I just get that out of your head. I think cheaper Joy-Cons would be nice that don't have the Amiibo stuff because Amiibo is, like, slowly dying. I'd like a cheaper alternative, personally. Mm -hmm. Regardless, it's, you know, we just had the, I think it's the three-year anniversary of Switch Online. And it's normally every year Nintendo does, like, do something for the service. So, at the very least, even if it's just Game Boy or Game Boy Color or a new game like Tetris 99 was or Pac-Man 99 was, Expect some Switch Online update of yeah. some sort. So this is another thing that I think is pretty well confirmed because we know there's been ratings for games, and I think these games will all be in like a sizzle reel of some type. But uh, the Castlevania Advanced Collection was rated. I forgot by which which country rated it. There were other notable games like uh, Port of Disco Elysium to Switch. Yeah, I heard about that. Alan Wake Remastered. Borderlands 3, those types of games, those games were all rated, and so their announcement should be imminent. They'll be in a direct... Is Skyrim 10-year anniversary coming to Switch? 
<laughs> you would want that, wouldn't you? I would. I'd buy it again. Yep. I love Skyrim. So how about, Gino, we talk about, uh, or just, I don't think you'll have anything to add to this. I'm just going to say it just for the sake of saying it. Shimagami Tensei Five will probably be there in some shape or form. And also probably an update on Triangle Strategy, whatever the heck it's called. The really Please dumb name game. the name. <laughs> Please change that's, the name. That's all I'll have to say about those. Yeah. And then, you um, think Bayo 3 is going to be there? Well, that's what I was going to get to, Gino. Because like, I feel like... Forever canceled. So Bayonetta 3... Metroid Prime 4, and Breath of the Wild 2. Even though we did see Breath of the Wild 2 at E3, and it was really good, we enjoyed that. Uh, those are the three games we don't know really states of. Those feel like the games furthest down the road. But, do you think either of, or any three of those games, could be one of them, could be both, all three, whatever, do you think we'll see any of those games on tomorrow's Direct? I want to say we will get a tease and all that stuff just because I want to like, I want personally want to see that stuff. Realistically though, I don't think so. Just because I think, as I said before, this is just Nintendo focusing on the next quarter. I think all three of those games would be great games to show off at the game awards. Yeah. Uh, we just saw up, Breath of the Wild too. So I'm not expecting it at all. Yeah. We saw it at E3 uh, and there's no chance that game comes out. I think in the next, six months at the at like at least until the, the fiscal year is over we will not see that game release uh metroid prime 4 if anything they, there's a they're teaser. not gonna yeah they're not no I, I would say not even a teaser i think after dread launches we will get a teaser because they don't want to distract people with metroid prime 4 right they want to keep yeah. building the hype for metroid prime 3, uh metroid dread right yeah. They won't talk about it until probably Game Awards. I honestly think Bayonetta 3 is probably the soonest. Like, it will be released the soonest out of all three of these games. Just because it's been so long, we haven't seen anything. I'm just of the belief that you know they've they've put their heads down. They've went through the... the they're going through development seemingly smoothly. It could be the type of thing where it's just announced, and in a few months, you'll be able to play it. So, But to me, it's that's still really hardcore announcement that would get a lot of buzz at the game awards especially since the game was announced at the game awards so it'd be it would come full circle if it got re-revealed there so i, th- I yeah. think that's a good opportunity for them to show it there so now that is all i have written for games that we do know of that i also i just lumped the nso update in there but uh you know we should now move on to games that have been released that we could expect DLC from discounting Smash Bros. Remember, we're going to talk it. about Smash Bros. at the very end. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll just say something and I'll let you go with it. You know, I'll say Animal yeah. Crossing. Yes, we're gonna get we're gonna get our first update because it's uh, it's been a little over a year now for Animal Crossing. Great game, great fun, and there's still barely any Nintendo furniture and Nintendo fan love aside from like some of the Mario stuff. We need only Mario stuff. We need Zelda stuff. Metroid's coming out. Let's get some Metroid stuff, especially with Halloween coming around, especially Metroid Dread, because it's supposed to be spooky and scary. It'd be a great tie-in for Halloween uh, for that kind of stuff. And, like, I feel like they might just, like, slowly release Nintendo stuff as we, like, as these other big Nintendo titles get close to release. Like, we'll get some Zelda stuff when Breath of the Wild 2's like slated to like be coming out. We'll get some Mario stuff when there's, like, a new Mario... Like, well, we'll get more Mario stuff when another Mario game comes out. I think with Halloween coming up and Metroid being scary and spooky, well, I wouldn't, I shouldn't say scary, but like it's a thriller kind of game, right? Like 
we'll see more information and we'll see more stuff for that coming out. It'd be great to to get like okay, it'd be nice to get like a like the equivalent of like the city or something back or well, or like that's the thing, you know. Packs. Brewster yeah. was data mined months ago, but still hasn't been released. We got to yeah. go to Brewster's coffee shop. The, the it's called the Roost, right? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be part of the the uh, museum, I believe, in the data mine, and that hasn't been added. Like, I honestly want something. Like, obviously, I want Brewster. Brewster's one of my favorite characters in Animal Crossing. Like you said, with the Nintendo items, like that for me, the end game for me in every Animal Crossing before New Horizon was getting my Nintendo rooms and getting all the Nintendo furniture on display in my house. Yeah, and mine was I building the Temple of Time. Yeah, the and, Master and, Sword. And, and, and we stuff. couldn't do that in New Horizons. So, like, I feel like the game was the game everyone was playing in like last year. And it's just fallen off a cliff because the updates have not been substantial enough. The updates are just been holidays. Okay, that's stuff that we should expect anyways. It's not anything new. There hasn't been a post-launch big update that is going to breathe new life into the game. Yeah. Or like even just having like a bigger island that you can just build stuff on. Yeah, like it's something like stuff like that that substantial enough to bring new people over and then the furniture and stuff that they have been adding that's all supplementary that's stuff that once you come in for the big content you stay and collect the furniture you come and you catch new fish catch new bugs stuff like that that's not substantial enough to get you in the stuff that will get you in is stuff like brewster and other like going to the city stuff i'm just using that as an example but like i just want something substantial and and new to the game so I, I can go back and pick the weeds out of my my town so yep so i can get my golden uh my golden roses again i think the only other two games i would that are givens are uh mario golf well that's the thing for sure i think it'll be a course and a character but i want mini golf mini golf was my go-to mode in mario golf 64 which was my most played mario golf before super rush and the other game is hyrule warriors age of calamity the second dlc pack is slated to come out in november uh maybe they'll announce i honestly forgot about that game uh maybe they'll announce the contents of that second pack new characters what have you but the thing is that could very easily be just like a twitter announcement in a month or so closer to the release saying okay here's the stuff but um, okay, here you go. <laughs> we're going to move into new predictions, but this could very well be DLC. I just want something. I'm going to kick off my predictions with Mario Kart. I want Mario Kart to be represented. I want a new Mario Kart I, or Mario Kart content. Whether it is DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which could very well happen because it's the it's it's selling extremely well. It's the best-selling game on the system, I think. It hasn't maybe slowed have, down yet. It's either that or Animal Crossing, but it still sells. Mario Kart is evergreen. If not Mario Kart DLC, my obviously the number one thing I would want would be Mario Kart 9. But I just I feel like it's time. It it's been we haven't had a core series Mario Kart game on console. Mario Kart 8 came out in 2014, so on Wii U, and they got ported. Almost yes. ten years of Mario Kart 8. I know that game's phenomenal. I still think there'll be a place for that game once Mario Kart 9 does come out. But I just want a new game. I want Diddy Kong to be on the roster. On the, roster. <laughs> the Switch's install base is massive. 
I don't know how much momentum Mario Kart 8, like sales momentum, it'll have. I think now might be the perfect time just to. I think the market's ready for new Mario Kart. So yeah, that's we're all I'll say. It. Yeah, I've been ready for a new Mario Kart since 2018. So, uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, so Gino, what is your first prediction for anything you would like to see announced at this direct? Considering it's the 35th anniversary of Zelda and we really haven't gotten anything, I would like to see a collection. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, Skyward Sword is great, and getting the Skyward Sword uh, Joy-Cons are great. Like, I I love that game, and I appreciate it a lot more now that I have the... Um, I, I could use my Pro Controller, right? It'd be, it would be nice to get, like, the, the Wii U HD collection, like, HD games in a collection. Like, get Wind Waker, Twilight Princess in one place. They also have the 3DS ports of um, Ocarina and Majora. It'd be great to have that. It'd be, uh, like, all four of those games in one title, and they fix all the issues, like Majora not being able to use ice arrows wherever you want. Or, again, where Majora, they fed you the stone mask. Like, just more true to the original ports and it would also like feed into like that hey n64 game love as well as some game some gamecube game love as well like it'd be nice it would be nice to do that honestly mm-hmm. maybe throw in a f- like a few new amiibos and stuff just to like to feed into the fact like oh okay because twilight had like the wolf link am- I, wolf link amiibo came with twilight hd yeah and uh, if you use the Ganon amiibo in Twilight HD, it, it made Link take, I think, double damage. And if you were doing, I think, hero mode in that, it, you would take quad damage. So I, I lovingly called it Ganon mode. It'd be nice to see, like, a collection of those types of things. But, like, or just kind of, like, similar how, to we, how we had the, um, like, the Mario 64 collection, right? Or even just be, like, the original games. Well, that's the thing. They could very well just port Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and put them on Switch Online as part of a 30th anniversary, 35th anniversary for Zelda. But the collection is something I really want because of Wind Waker and Twilight HD. Those are fantastic versions of those games. Yeah, And I feel like Nintendo's slate of games for the rest of the year, of their own games that they develop, because like Pokemon, the Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes are Pokemon Company's business. There's a window of, of like basically just November of nothing that Nintendo's actually working on themselves, and I feel like a smaller title like a Zelda Collection, which could be announced now and released then, in a similar way to Mario All Stars or 3D All Stars was, where it was announced in September and released. I think it was like three weeks after it was announced. It was such a short turnaround. Yeah, they could easily do something like that, or even like a smaller thing like a, a Wii U port. Of like, personally, I think Star Fox Zero should be given another chance, and I know yeah. Platinum Games wants that game to get another chance. Hey, it Maybe sold that... really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it did. Uh, maybe um, that is sort of like them hinting at the fact that it's coming or something, or uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X port for November, just like a smaller game that will come out in November. I feel like that's a, a a good window for a game like that to to thrive in. Whether it's Xenoblade Chronicles three or if it's a new intellectual property Xenoblade Chronicles X, I feel like we will see Monolith Soft at some capacity here. I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. And like, I do have to go back and finish uh, Xenoblade Definitive Edition. Uh, Definitive yeah. Edition. Yeah. And like, but... I have Xenoblade two. 
Xenoblade 2 is actually hard to find physically now oh, in our I've, area. I have so. another idea. Mateo, I have another idea. And we were like just casually talking about this when we were like talking about like um, games like we would like to see in the future. Remember the Fire Emblem Echoes game? Yep. Imagine something like that, but with uh, Binding Blade and Burning Blade. Like a Fire Emblem Echoes where they like re redo like the Game Boy Advance games in some capacity. Put both of them together and like do it as an Echoes. Like you do like a part one and a part two of the story with... That would be uh, fantastic. I like that idea. Yeah, it, it would be. I feel like that would be really cool because those yeah. characters are like those are my like Hector is one of my favorite characters in Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. and was my main unit in the Fire Emblem Mobile game when I played that back in like the first two years. <laughs> yeah, and the judge, and also because Roy's game never came out in the West, that would be a perfect game to to re-release because Roy's a popular character because of Smash Bros. Even in the West, yeah. even though his games didn't his game didn't come out here, it still a popular and noticeable. Uh, and recognizable character in Nintendo's yep. catalog, right? So it's it's, and also the fact that Fire Emblem Game Boy Advance is one of my favorite Fire Emblem games. It's definitely a top three Fire Emblem game for me. I love I love that game to death. It's such a fantastic game. That's actually a really good prediction, you know, because like Intelligent Systems is working on something because Fire Emblem Three Houses it's already been almost two years for that game. So they gotta um, be doing something. I have one more prediction. I. I think it's time. Kirby needs a new game. I want a 3D Kirby game. And the 3D Kirby game was hinted in the files. I think it was Kirby... The the most recent Kirby, I think it's Clash or Kirby Battle, whatever game for Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been rumored that Kirby will take that step, that next step in the 3D. The Kirby formula has gotten stale. It's basically the game since Return to Dreamland of all had the same feel to them with the exception of planet robobot similar art style similar feel i just think now is a time for kirby to take that next step to and start a new era of the series like um, and 3d i think kirby would work so well in a 3d environment i don't know like going on like a full-on like sandbox open world like super mario odyssey was but maybe more linear experience uh, level based, and I and I think the the thing that would be the kicker for a three D Kirby game for me is I think they brought back the ability fusion mechanic that was in Kirby sixty four. Oh yes, that was so that fun. would be I think a really awesome thing to add in a three D Kirby game. There'd be enemies everywhere. You can grab an enemy. Uh, you can mix one ability with the other. You could create new abilities. I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah, and also, and like even even oh. like some modern Kirby games, like especially with the sword and with hammer, like with sword and hammer, they already have that. Like you have a plasma sword, or you have a fire sword, or you have like a fire hammer and an ice hammer, things like that. Yeah. Like they already let you do that. Just why not like have fire boomerangs or uh, plasma yo-yo or electric UFO or fridge? <laughs> uh, fridge Kirby was awesome. So Gino, do you have anything else to add for a um, new prediction? I know. Um, can I can I have a long shot? Like I know it's probably not going to happen, and I know this is something that you are very passionate about since uh, since the GameCube Essentials list. And if you haven't checked that out, go check that out. Uh, the GameCube Essentials list is uh, definitely a uh, definitely a fun listen. Dude, you know what I'm talking about? Well, there's only one option. Uh, <laughs> Kirby Air Ride Two. Oh, Kirby Air Ride 2 would be unreal. Yeah, uh, I think Riley would love that as well. F-Zero is just like, I feel like it's going to be the type of thing where like, 
Kid Icarus, Upri- Kid Icarus Uprisings like came out of nowhere, and that's why it was just so like there was such an amazing moment when it got revealed, or like how even this Advance Wars, uh, the reboots came out of nowhere. No one was expecting it. F Zero, that's just gonna happen with it. One day, it's just gonna be like, oh, here's a new F Zero game, and maybe that day will be tomorrow. Probably won't, but uh, I hope. I really hope. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the ultimate like hub world long shot Nintendo prediction that we will we will we will predict every single direct. But so with that, we will get Giuliano's take on what he thinks will be announced in this direct. So enjoy Giuliano. This is past Giuliano. He will be here for our Nintendo Directs, our Nintendo Breakdown. Direct breakdown video, the part two of this episode. But Gino and I will be back after Giuliano finishes talking about his Smash Bros. character predictions. So we will see you guys soon. Hey, everybody. It's Jules. I unfortunately was unable to make the podcast this evening. So I thought I'd just send in a few of my predictions so that you guys can hear from me as well. And hopefully, you know, everybody else will get to kind of like talk around some of my points, maybe. So first... I'm going to talk a little bit about games that have already announced um, and what I think is going to happen with those. So I think, first of all, Metroid Dread is likely going to have like a little reminder trailer. I don't think we're going to get much new. It might even be a trailer we've already seen. Just a reminder that it's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, and I'm not anticipating anything in terms of new content for this game, in terms of like post launch dlc or anything but i do think it's a fairly safe bet that we're going to get something metroid dread related but the one that i think is going to get like a big overbrew like a breakthrough of information is mario party superstars um so i'm anticipating that mario party superstars is gonna have a big overview of single player modes maybe some new characters maps mini games and honestly i'm thinking that they're going to announce some post-launch content whether that be a free kind of deal like with mario golf and mario tennis or whether it be something paid i am anticipating that they're going to add more maps from mario party one two and three maybe one more from each game as well as maybe some characters maybe some mini games maybe some modes um just to keep that game alive because i really do feel like the concept of this game seems to be like a mario party that's going to to last and something that they can continually add to so hoping for that the other games that are already announced i think are going to get a little bit of content um mario golf needs its next course and its next expansion well not really expansion but its next course and its next character announced i'm sure they're going to show that smash bros obviously the last character is going to get announced i'll talk a little bit about that um at the end and then I can. I don't really think games like Advance Wars or Brain Age Academy are really going to get much. Neither will the Pokemon games. Pokemon's usually covered by, you know, Pokemon Company, and they don't usually announce things in Nintendo Directs. Now, in terms of DLCs, I've already kind of talked about. I think Mario Party is likely going to get a DLC expansion. Maybe something paid would be nice, actually, because then it would be more hefty content. Like, in an ideal world, they would add a completely new game mode that would cover Mario Party 4, 5, and 6, and 7 um, with the orb gameplay, as well as those maps. But in a more realistic world, it would just be an expansion to the Mario Party 1, 2, 3 formula with some new maps, maybe new characters, maybe new games. Um, 
And I don't I don't know if I think anything else is really going to get DLC other than the ones we know, like Mario Golf. There hasn't really been much that's been released this year from Nintendo. So I don't I don't know if anything else would get DLC. As for predictions, I do think we are going to see I don't think we're going to see anything of Breath of the Wild 2. I would be very very surprised if we would see Breath of the Wild 2, but I would be even more surprised if there's nothing to do with Zelda here. I do think whether it be a new game or uh, the ports of the HD games from Wii U or the N64 games or something else entirely. Like, I think there's going to have to be something Zelda. Like, we are in the Zelda 35th anniversary, and I think they're going to have to honor that in some capacity. In terms of Splatoon 3, I think we will see some Splatoon 3. I think it's been a while since they showed off Splatoon 3, and I think Splatoon 3 is a good bet for an early next year kind of game, and I think that's something they could show off a little more. Maybe not a ton, but maybe just like a little bit more of a hefty trailer than last time. And then I think my big predictions, like, so I'll start with some games. I mean, I'll predict this until the day it happens, but Bayonetta 3 has got to come at some point. I'm really hoping that it's tomorrow. I would love to see Bayonetta 3 finally. I want to see her new hairstyle. I want to see the song that they're going to bayonetta eyes. And I mean, Kamiya has said, like, they're being, like, they're waiting to be told that they can show it. So at some point, they're going to have to show this game. So I'm hoping it's going to be this year because I think it would be a long time to wait till Game Awards or even next year to see that game. It's just overdue at this point. I do think there's going to be something in terms of NSO, Nintendo Switch Online, in terms of uh, classic games. I'm not sure if you guys have spoken about it yet, but I know a lot of people have N64 on their mind because they're, they're supposedly supposed to be a new controller being revealed and some people think it's an N64 controller. I don't think it's an N64 controller. I think it's... And if it is an N64 controller, I would I would think that they would be releasing that more for the Mario Party game rather than for NSO. But I do think we're going to get Game Boy, Game Boy Color, maybe Game Boy Advance, and maybe the controller has something to do with that. Like it could be a Game Boy controller something to that capacity could be cool but i do think either way we're getting some kind of classic game content um i think it's been a while and i think the nes and the snes have hit their limit with what they're going to add um and so i think they need to start delving into other libraries my other one that i'm predicting is something from monolith soft whether that be a port of xenoblade x or Xenoblade 3 proper. Monolith Soft has been working on something, and they recently, I can't remember what I was reading about, something they updated their website that would suggest that there's some kind of new announcement or game coming. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Xenoblade 3. Xenoblade 2 did come out close to the Switch's launch, and we're starting to see that resurgence of games that you know, started. We had Splatoon 2, we had Breath of the Wild at the beginning of the Switch launch cycle, and now we're getting we're getting Breath of the Wild 2, we're getting um, Splatoon 3, so I wouldn't be surprised Xenoblade 3 is another one of those. And to go with that, I another game that came out near the beginning of the Switch's life cycle was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I know some people don't think there's going to be a new Mario Kart game, and maybe it is a pipe dream, but again, I think we're on that wind where we're like, entering the second life cycle of the Switch's lifespan. I think that this generation for Nintendo is going to be a double 
generation in terms of length and i think we're hitting that second phase and i think we're going to start seeing a lot of those games like a new mario kart we we got a new mario party we're getting another breath of the wild we're getting another splatoon so i i really hope that we get a mario kart game announced that would be my dream and then finally i think my last prediction kind of harkening back to that two life cycle kind of thing Super Mario Odyssey was also a year one Switch game. And so it's very possible that uh, whatever that team was working on gets announced now. Um, and there are heavy rumors that it is a Donkey Kong game. So I would love to see that. Littler things, maybe ARMS 2, you know, ARMS 2, featuring Little Mac from Punch-Out. And we're definitely going to get our final Smash character. Like, I'm willing to bet that. And to kind of end that off, to give you my Smash character prediction, I've gone back and forth about who I think it would be. And for the longest time, I told myself it would not be this character and I would be upset if it was this character. And I still think, in a way, I think it's anticlimactic if this character is the final character, but I fully believe that it is him. I do think it's Crash Bandicoot. And I don't think that because he's been requested a lot. I don't think that because a lot of people just think he's the natural shoo-in. I think that because in Crash 4, in the very first level of the game, there's a TV that Crash and Coco sit in front of. And when you hit it at the beginning of the game, it goes to the Crash 1 title screen. And then if you hit it again, it goes to the Crash 2 one. And then if you hit it again, it goes to Crash 3. Hit it again, it goes to Crash 4. Hit it again, it shuts off. But if you get everything in the game, if you get 106%, which is literally everything in the game, and you go back to that level and you do the same thing, before it shuts off, after the Crash 4 title screen, before it shuts off, it actually shows a very brief logo that was like a Wumpa logo, a Wumpa fruit. And recently, Activision has been sending out kits to different people, just like they did when CTR was announced, just like they did when Insane Trilogy was announced, just like they did when Crash 4 was announced with this Wumpa logo on it. And I believe wholeheartedly that that logo is Crash's logo in Super Smash Bros. And I think that he is going to be the final character because of that. Because Crash just had their 25th anniversary. They didn't announce anything. They missed that mark. And the only thing that makes sense to me as to why they wouldn't have announced something on the anniversary to capitalize for that despite it being like a couple weeks ago, the only thing that makes sense in my mind is that it wasn't their announcement to make. And I originally thought it was going to be in the Sony Presents, but clearly it wasn't, so it's got to be in this Direct. And that makes me think it is Crash and Smash. And I do think he's an underwhelming final choice. I do think Crash Bandicoot being the last character to end what will likely be the greatest and biggest video game crossover game of all time. I do think Crash Bandicoot doesn't have that massive appeal, but he's the closest thing we're probably getting to a Sony-Nintendo crossover. He is from Activision, who is unrepresented as of now, and he is quite recognizable and requested, so I won't be disappointed. Um, I just will be underwhelmed. But yeah, so I think those are my predictions for the Direct. I hope you guys have a good rest of your podcast, and uh, thanks for tuning in. All right, and we're back. Uh, Giuliano's, thanks, predi- Jules. <laughs> Giuliano's predictions are very similar to ours, but yeah, he pointed out a few big omissions actually on our end yeah. with Donkey Kong, uh, but uh, 
his prediction for Crash Bandicoot and Smash Bros was one of mine that I wanted to say, but like he said, Crash Bandicoot would be a little bit underwhelming for him. For me, not so much because I, he's not like one of my most uh, hype or most anticipated characters or, or most hoped for characters. Anything's better than Gino at this point. Any character is a win if it's uh, if if it means Gino is not in the game. Yeah. But so my heart is telling me Master Chief but my brain is telling me crash. I just think another Microsoft character would be awesome and Bat Chief is the most iconic Microsoft character as much as I love Banjo, right? Banjo will always be my most hyped character reveal. My my favorite game of all time, Banjo Kazooie, that will never change. But Master Chief has that general audience pull, and I don't think any character aside from Steve, really, in this entire DLC, has had that type of notoriety. I think Master Chief has that in spades. Halo Infinite is coming out this year. It's the 25th anniversary of the Halo series this year. Master Chief. Uses he could use plasma weapons. You could use the UNSC weapons. Like his moveset potential would be really good. And I just think like Halo is one of the biggest series that isn't represented in Smash Bros. And it and like I I don't think a PlayStation character would necessarily be in the game. Like I I think like we're discounting that obviously. But like Crash Bandicoot, like Juliano said, is the closest you can get to PlayStation by not putting in a PlayStation character. That's why yeah. I, I agree with him wholeheartedly, Crash. Like, Crash is my the one I think the most, but if I had to yeah. pick another one, it would be Master Chief. Yeah. And if I had to pick uh, another uh, another character for Smash, I, like, again, like, I really think we're going to get Crash because of all of those, like, even, like, all of the leaks and stuff and, like, Activision sending out, like, honestly, Activision needs any good PR at this point with where they're at with all of their lawsuits and whatever. They need yeah. good PR. They need something that'll make their investors happy. And having one of their characters in probably the greatest, I want to say, fighting game slash mashup ever would would be having Crash and Smash. And like it even it even rhymes and it ma- like it sounds nice. Yep. But there is one major omission to the roster that is a fan favorite that still has not been added to this game no matter how much outcry there is the fan base is dedicated this character has been around for gosh almost 20 years now and there's still there's still nothing and i want to say waluigi i think this is how they end it i think they end with waluigi a first party nintendo character that would literally make everybody smile and say wah at the same time yep it would be hype as much as hype would uh, bring Crash would bring in, I don't think they end on a third-party character. I think maybe they would end with Waluigi in this fighter pass, and maybe release like one or two extra characters here or there, kind of like how uh, Injustice One did it. Like they had their they had their DLC pack, and then they had like the odd character here and there outside of their DLC pack, right? Or that's the thing, they, though. Did, like, did Sakurai already say no more? He said no more, but like he also says every Smash Bros. game is his last one, right? So like. I would believe this is the end, but you never know. Waluigi Gino is one that, like, we saw that Project M trailer for Waluigi. That was really awesome. And that comes from me as someone who's not the biggest fan of Project M. That trailer was fantastic. And it yeah. it, it just shows, like, the invite. 
he deserves to be in this game. Like, Waluigi's minion for Mario Party 3 got in before him. He's in every Mario spinoff game. Waluigi is so deserving. He's one of the final really big first-party characters that isn't in the game yet, or in the Smash Bros. series yet, and I just think it'd be a fantastic addition. It's a really good, really good pick, Gino. I, I Honestly, whether it's Crash, Chief, Waluigi, anyone, is a is would I'll be a welcome addition. Like I didn't care about Kazuya or Terry Bogard, but like I can I, I that's the thing with me. I can see the merits of almost any character except one. And that is and that is Gino. I think that is a good way to uh, call this episode to a close. Honestly, Matteo, I do want to say this after when the when we see the direct and everything, right? We're gonna have to change our outro. Well, that's the thing. There's a chance maybe they don't show a Smash Bros. character. It could happen. You never know. But, like, probably we're going to have to... We'll we'll have to change our outro eventually. I would love for us to change our outro and us be right. Because if we're wrong, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't think we should even acknowledge it if we're wrong. Potentially we'll be official tomorrow. So, But with that, that concludes part one of episode 32 of the Hub World podcast. Come back tomorrow when we post our episode 32 part two which will be our breakdown of the direct and all the exciting announcements that came out of there so once again if you like what we're doing give us a like give us a subscribe on youtube comment follow us on spotify follow us on apple podcast follow us on google podcast give us a uh, a whatever the equivalent is (laughs) yeah a a, a like or uh, equivalent on those services it would mean a lot to us there's been the channel's been growing a lot lately, and it's been pleasantly surprising every day looking at our our analytics and our stats. And it's it's really heartwarming to know that we have an audience that comes every week and wants to listen to us weirdos talk about video games for <laughs> for an hour or so. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. More essentials will be coming. More surprise. Episodes. Hosting a new mini series, a new Let's Play. I know Minecraft has kind of been on a hiatus for a bit. It's because I've been working on a new series, and it has something to do with another new series that we're doing that we're really excited to talk about more. More on that one later on in October, actually, um, just before Metroid Dread launches. So stay tuned okay. for that. Lots of new and exciting things. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your friends' mom. We're here, and it's gonna be fun. The next. Yes. Yeah, so. Anyways, friends, we will chit-chat with you tomorrow when uh, part two comes out. So stay tuned and happy hyping, everyone. See you later. Choo-choo!